here now? Are we in here? Are we in here? Uh, I'm not even touching the phone. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. I apologize. Hey, it's okay. Things happen, you know? Sorry. Yes, technical difficulties, you know? Well, we made it 20 seconds. I think that's the longest time. So let's say third time is the charm. Big facts. I agree with you completely. Perfect. Okay. With 35 seconds, I feel good about this. So before I let you go, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give the intro and then we'll get right into our episode. Okay. Awesome. Yay. All right. So hello, DTP Royal family. This is your host, Malaysia, aka Laysia Princess. And today we are here with Discussion Time Podcast, season two, episode number seven for our segment called Music Mondays. So I hope you had a lovely weekend. Glad to hear from you too. And today we have a very super amazing guest in the building. Um, so I'm going to let him introduce himself and we'll jump right into the episode. How are you doing? Loved ones that are listening. Those of you who are new and don't know my name, it is Bobby Diligence. Go ahead and follow me. Facebook, beat underscore D on Instagram. Go ahead and check me out on YouTube and everything like that. Up and coming artist from Banning, California. Shout out to the town. Shout out to the family. Rest in peace, Cali Bear. Rest in peace, Prince. Heat is forever missed. We love y'all. Perfect. Thank you for that. So, Bobby, it's weird to call you that, <laughs> but I love it. Do you, um, is it um, history or like a, how did you come up with your, your name? Um, you know, it just kind of, it became me. Let's say that. That's where I got my name from. I like it. It was always... I dig it. It was always Bobby. Found you. <laughs> yeah. The diligence found me, you feel me? That's that's the part that chased me down. It was always Bobby, but the diligence is what really chased me down in life. Ooh. I wanted to make my name something that could be a statement. I like that. That's really sweet. I respect that highly. Thank you. So let us know, like, how you got started with this whole music game. Like, where did this all begin? Okay. Um, just kind of give us a little bit of uh, so your history. A really, really interesting story, actually. So I got into this music thing as a prank, right? I'm just kidding. That's not how it happened. I was raised. I was raised in a musical family, you know. Mom's going to church all the time, singing in the choir and everything. My siblings, we played every instrument that my mom could put around us. We just either learned how to play it formally or would just pick it up and be like, okay, does this sound good? Like, Moms is a beautiful singer. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to the beautiful Miss Deborah Moffitt. She's amazing. But she mm-hmm. just always have us around music, and music kind of became my family's way of communicating to one another. So I don't know that just it's always been something that I've had to have as a part of my life not necessarily that I pursue too heavily but it's just always there even if I try to run from 
That definitely makes a lot of sense and that resonates for sure. So have you, um, what has your music career been like? Are you, would you say that you have a career? Um, like kind of what are your oh, musical man. endeavors? So it's just been a lack of presence, right? I've been going through these ups and downs in my personal life. And for a lot of it, I've let it affect my music and me being silent. I was just like, nah, I can't, I can't do this right now. You know, I don't want to have a music career anymore because I felt like I was going to be too vulnerable because of the pain that I was going through at that time. Um, especially after losing my brother, Henry Waters, Cali Bear, rest in peace. Uh, I just really wasn't feeling music for a while. And I had to take some time and really refocus, talk to some of my brothers and stuff, the QPE. Shout out to the town again, Bangtown. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> but we really sat down and focused, like, all right, what is it that we want to accomplish out of this life? Our brother's gone. We're taking L's in the city. We're not really, you know, moving too much as we should have been a long time ago. So they were just like, yo, it's either now or never, homie. Like, we're going to need to do it or somebody else is going to do it. So I don't know. I just don't want nobody else doing it no more. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. And, um... We actually go back to high school day, so it's super dope yeah. to be catching up with you. I know that your um your sound has shifted since the last time, like I, you know, kind of major heard of you. So what has been your sound? Like are you experimenting with your sound? Would you say you found the sound That's or style? Something with an artist, you never really like have a specific sound, I guess. I guess you get a sound that people like most from you. You get something that they notice more, but the life of an artist is something that's forever developing. Mm-hmm. The more that I learn and the more that I go through, the more that my art as well. So when I put that out for the masses to listen to, it's not necessarily like for me to be boxed in right there. Like, okay, this is exactly what I'm going for here. I'm just putting down my heart and my mind on wax and then hoping that it resonates with somebody. Mm-hmm. That line in itself resonated. I love that so much. <laughs> Definitely. Do you have um, like a writing process right now or do you like channel? I know you mentioned that, um, you know, you kind of left music on the table for a bit. Do you kind of utilize your personal experience and what you go through in your music? Or is it kind of like when you feel like it, like what's your writing process like? Hello? You still there? I'm here. Bobby, hello. Oh, Oh, there we go. Now you're back. See, look, you you cutting me off. It was. (laughs) No! (laughs) I promise you, this has never happened before. So I'm like, I'm literally not even touching the phone. I don't want anything to happen. This is a really good um, episode. That's right, I'm right here with you. um, Perfect. Were you able to answer uh, the question? Oh, goodness. Dang. You know what? Repeat that question for me, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> I was My asking process, if, um, right? as far as your writing process, right, do you utilize what you personally go through or are they kind of two separate things? Um, 
it really just depends on the mood and the vibe because for me, my writing process, inspiration, I learned from certain people and I kind of believe too, inspiration is a spirit. You know, it's something that comes over you at certain points in time. So when you elevate your mental to a certain state and you're able to connect with those spirits when your antennas are up, you know, then that inspiration will hit you randomly. I can't say directly when I get that inspiration. I just know that there's a certain mood and mindset that I start to feel. And once I start feeling that tingle, I'll just start playing some music. If it's not like an instrumental or something, or, you know, I'll listen to something lyrical. If maybe I want to feel like listening to some trap or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I'll just put myself into that zone. Like once I start feeling that inspiration kick. And I think it's different for everybody when it really starts popping off. Some people, they need like Zannies or something. Some people need to smoke. I like to, I like to smoke. I can say that on here, right? That I like to smoke. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Mean, you can say I'm that. No problem. Chief, I'm not going to lie. I need to. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so funny. Actually, I'm on a month and a half of sobriety. So, uh, I haven't picked up a blunt. In a you know while. what? You know, you know that song Venus that I made, how I'm talking about missing somebody in that song? That's Yeah, is it Mary? I think it's Mary. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. So what, you found her again? Uh, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. she's around. She's around constantly. I got to try to... Uh, You're I got to try to change my number. Nice. She just keep finding me. <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? But I just think, like you said, as you elevate your mental, you just kind of realize some things just can't go with you. Um, and you can actually, like, kind of be more at your optimum when you're not so you know clouded because uh, I used to I used to love the excuse like oh I'm a functional high person but after a while I was like so are you how functional are you really <laughs> I think that's everybody's <laughs> thing they think they're a functional high person or something they're a functional alcoholic you know right. me I'm honest with myself right. I know so that scary. when I want to get into my zone I want to get dysfunctional as fuck so I smoke and I drink <laughs> I see, I see. Everyone, every artist has their, their process, so that's that's yours as yeah, of right now. I mean, it's not always that way. It's sometimes. If I want to make something fun, it's turned up, I want to be having a wild time with my bros or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's going to be the vibe, because that's usually where the, the inspiration takes place anyway. It's going to be if I'm chilling with my brothers and we're sipping a little something, talking about what's going on in life, you know, really trying to talk about building life and talking about success. I like, we love talking about success. That stays in, in our, our vocabulary. But uh, when we're having right. those type of talks and we start getting in our vibes, start drinking a little, smoking a little, not, not nothing too crazy, but you know, to put us in our zone to make some proper stuff, some proper hits that people could feel. Because if you think about it. I like that. I mean, I... everybody needs different music for different moods, right? So how can you make different moods Very true. for different moods if you never touch those moods? You never felt heartbreak. You can't write a love song, right? I actually agree with that. That makes sense. It's kind of like um, trying to respect someone who hasn't been through what you've went through. Like it just the two don't add up, exactly. you know? Exactly. So that that makes a lot of sense. I respect that. Exactly. And I like the fact that you said that at least you guys are, you know, talking about success 
Um, and I actually see you guys moving on success too, because it's one thing to just be all talk, but then one thing uh, to put it into action. So I like that you have this um, activeness going on behind the you talk. Know, and I appreciate you, you noticing. And that's really, that's something that goes unnoticed with a lot of artists. The hardest part about being an artist is not trying to find something to say to people or trying to find music to lay down, trying to find recording. It's trying to fucking organize, like, and really put yourself out there. You know, that's, right. that's the most difficult shit. Is like, I'm nowhere near being a, as large as I want to be. You know, my artistry, in my mindset, my artistry is just starting. I've been doing this for some time, but my artistry is really just starting. Right. I feel that a lot. Like, I might have been doing this a long time, but in my head, like, I feel like a baby because it's, mm -hmm. I like, I have these, I have so many grand ideas and it's like, but it's not executed yet. Or there's some that's executed, but it hasn't been executed the way I would like for it to have gone. Exactly. So I definitely resonate with that statement heavily. Exactly. Yeah. And you did bring up Venus. I actually did want to touch on Venus. I um, really, really loved the fact that um, from your other uh, tracks, this one was kind of like that slow, I call it like a love ballad. <laughs> and it had like this jazz feel. Where did you get um, the inspiration for that? Or like, how did that kind of piece itself together? Anchor does not want us to live today. Are you there? Can you hear me? There you go. You're awesome, back. Awesome. Cool. I don't know what's going on. But um I don't either. <laughs> so if I'm being transparent about Venus, that song's old. It, it it's has some age on it. And when I made that song, I was really going through some emotional things. And I didn't quite know how to say it to the person who I wanted to say it to. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm not even going to say anything to you. I'm going to just let you do you because I want you to do you in the best way possible. And I'm going to sit here and write this little song right here. Best love song that uh, I felt like I could make at the time being. As heartless as I thought I was. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> I was young going through I don't think you've ever really been heartless you know what you say that but don't say that too much I mean we have my gangster. Though, right? no <laughs> no. <laughs> no but I'm serious <laughs> but it's, it's cool that you did kind of you know throw in the fact that it kind of stemmed from heartbreak because I mean again stemming from high school like you even used to write really amazing poems so it's always really cool to see it translate musically like i think i still have a couple of pieces that you <laughs> oh no way do you yes way i'll i'll share that i'll share it after the episode oh my gosh that's so crazy <laughs> yeah i keep a lot of stuff wow, you're so organized you always have been like it astounds me Ooh. i'll i'll walk into a classroom thinking that i'm the smartest person in the room and then you'll show up and i'm like fuck well <laughs> <laughs> Stop, 
That's not even. I'm just a nerd. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I just, I'm a nerd. <laughs> cool. <laughs> now, I know um, I checked out your YouTube page and all the other dope links you sent me. Um, so far, it seems like you have about five singles. Are you kind of going for an album right now? Or are you dropping like an EP soon? Like, what is this going to accumulate to? I am a madman on a highway driving at 95, shooting at anything that moves. There is no plan behind this. I'm just <laughs> dropping shit. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking about way too much to be thinking about. Uh, actual project right now of course that's always in the back of every artist's mind it's like okay what type of project am I going to put together but I feel so uh, novice in my artistry that I kind of just want to put out whatever I feel like it as much as I feel like it and see what people you know resonate with or see what they vibe towards you know really get a good view of what's wanted me as an artist because that's a big thing too like I don't want to do music and then have people following it and then I start making music that they don't even like no more you followed me as Bobby Diligence the rapper but then in three months I turned into Bobby Diligence the yodeler (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna be like wait nigga get out of here bro (laughs) fuck off my page Yodel on the track. I officially need to hear that. <laughs> oh man, you don't know it, but I am a mean ass yodeler. Stop. Real. Really? Yep. Look. I'm gonna need to hear that. Hey, you believe that when I got more caps for you, you could buy too. Look, got this like a sports shallow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to the limit. <laughs> oh goodness. They go that to that voice so though, funny. so you need to be on a track or something. You need to be singing. You, you heard that? <laughs> Not just singing, but singing, girl. I know we tried in the past, and it's just like, I don't know, music in the past just totally just did not work out. You didn't have um, rhythm. But I was... Oh, what? That's a fun I'm just kidding. I'm just to. lying. I'm lying. I'm all cap right now. I'm just trying to cause controversy. <laughs> I'm trying no to, I'm trying to be out here creating a Biggie Pock situation, except it's going to be me and Leisha. Oh, my gosh. Be sure. <laughs> like, I, uh, it's, been, it's been long awaited. I think we should go ahead and do that one time for the one time. Yes, that'd be awesome. It'd be great to have you on the track. Let's do it. So you heard it here first, y'all. We're gonna do a collab. <laughs> you can't take it back. Hang on, wait. You got somebody there to write up contracts for you and shit. I write my own contracts. What you mean? I'll type one up today. Yeah, maybe not. But... <laughs> no, for sure, that would be really, really dope. But um. We're actually on the topic of collaborations. I also know back in high school days, you um, performed for my performing arts showcase. And even though it's years later, I just want to thank you again. You did a phenomenal job. No problem. Um, (laughs) Do you still collaborate with the same individuals? Like, who do you, how do you choose your collaborations these days? You know, with the individuals that 
I collaborated with that day. Um, shout out Ryan Brown. He was there for my support. That's my, my god brother right there. A1 Day 1. Um, I really don't want to say their names, the guys that I was performing with, because we kind of have issues right now. Okay. You know? And I just, I don't feel like sharing any clout with anybody that I have an issue with. That makes sense to me. Yeah. You got to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those are, I will say this. Those are my brothers. This is why it's such a touchy situation. Because those are my bros right there. I love them both. All right. But, fuck them niggas. <laughs> they know what it is. <laughs> they know what it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I felt that spiritually. I really hell it fucking did. <laughs> That's <laughs> just how it I feel it. You know, not every relationship or friendship, like, it just doesn't always work out. And, um, you know, not that we mean any harm in a nutshell, but, you know, you just got to kind of dismiss certain people and, uh, you know, just go forward. So, hey, it's all love. It's all love at the end of the day. It's what you yeah. have to do for you, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. You took your hand with that. Uh, but, all love um, to my okay. brothers, though. Y'all know I love you, man. Definitely. They'll be hearing this, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going to make sure of it. I'm, this is being saved, right? We're going to... This is going to be... Video. Oh, oh okay. for sure being safe. Yeah, I'm oh, sending yeah. this straight to their DMs, inboxes. This is an issue. These niggas don't even, like, kick me up like that, too. That's the problem. That's why I'm so hot. Let me be... I want to send this to them, for sure, because fuck them. I'm mad. They're not hitting me back up when they need to. It, that's... <sighs> I'm just being petty. Yeah, I mean, you know, petty is what petty does. Big facts, <laughs> big facts. Kids, I'm still on, bro. Yes, kids cracking, I'm still on. If you were listening, <laughs> and he's you know. on. I'm sorry, I'm having some people uh, message me and stuff. No, you're good. All good. Also, along the lines of collaborations, um, I, we got to talk about this track because I even have a cue it up that there's a part that I really, really love. And it just it's so sick to me. But Demon Child featuring Filthy Hollywood. Oh, talk man. to me about that. Oh, Filthy. Shouts out to Filthy Hollywood. That's my boy. Um, that song came about like, I think I heard Fil- Filthy do a song with one of my friends, Tank White. Shout out to Tank White. They did a, no, they didn't do a track together. Tank White was just in a video. And Filthy was touring out in Mexico at the time. Filthy is an underground uh, Spanish rapper. He also raps in English, obviously. He's on Demon Child. So he's he's got his English straight. He's pretty legit at it, better than me. So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I saw one of his songs called The Asshole Song. Filthy Hollywood, the asshole song. And it was just the most like out there, brilliant thing that I saw at the time. And again, Demon Child is another old song. 
And I was just like, you know what? I want to work with that artist. I'm going to produce an instrumental. I'm going to make sure that it slaps. And I'm going to shoot it to him and be like, yo, get on this song or else I'm going to take your entire family hostage. So he got on the song. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. I mean, I guess he cared about his family. I cannot. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But he, he eagerly hopped on the song. Though. He was like, bro, this is amazing right here. And I produced that with him in mind. That's one of those situations where two artists do something and they're thinking about each other and their artistry the entire time. It just comes out way different. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever, but it's definitely passionate. (laughs) Right. Definitely. I mean, I I fuck with it heavy. It's a bop, in my opinion. Thank Thank you. I love that. Um, I like that part that you said that you wrote it with him in mind, because I think also, too, as artists, like we'll probably have half of a project or a song or a something. Right. And then um, we might not necessarily know who is going to be on it, but we kind of figure that someone else is going to kind of grace the project to complete it. Exactly. So it's, it's really dope that you actually had someone in mind and they were actually willing to work with you. And then it became like this masterpiece. Like that's really sick. Oh, so yeah. I applaud. Was, thank you. I, I saw his video and I sat down that minute and I was like, I'm making a beat for you right now. <laughs> I was going to just send it to him and be like, here, you can have this, but I liked it. So that's dope do you make all of your beats or do you have like other maybe producers not 100% of them but there are other producers that are involved behind this cool that's dope you seem like you work with a multitude of people like there's like a a team effort going I I really like that especially because I mean artists just can't do this by ourselves so I really like that you kind of have that system yeah, teamwork makes the dream work, you know. It's something that I really believe in. You you remember back in high school, I was playing football and everything. Right. And that's just something that's always been instilled. But you can get a lot further with the team than you can by yourself. Bingo. What Where's they didn't name? tell us is that you just have to make sure that your team has proper directives. That would have been cool. <laughs> right <laughs> like you new things later on in life yeah you know right or not uh, even just a team the right team because everybody is not uh, like I like to say uh, everybody doesn't have interest at heart or they're not on your same wavelength so it's not even just about cultivating a team it's like the right team and I think that can also be kind of daunting because you could really like someone and think that they'll like you could really uh, think that someone does great work and then personality and characteristics just don't mesh and I think that that's something that's super super important like I can like your work all day but if you're you know an asshole like uh, that kind of eliminates everything (laughs) you need to have a compatibility level there you know compatibility there you go come through this come through (laughs) I got a couple of those see I I read your your little notebook earlier that's what happened so I got some big words out of there you know no but <laughs> that's dope but um going back to demon child i really also want to give a shout out to the videographer who's the name of the videographer i know it's at the end of the video fuck that nigga oh, okay 
Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you are killing me. <laughs> no, Alright. I didn't want to give this man a clout. Okay, J. Reich, okay. J.R. Box. You know. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. Yes. This cool. is... That was my right-hand man for a very long time, as far as my artistry went. Um, there's a big chunk of Bobby Diligence artistry where if you see a picture of Bobby Diligence, you're going to see either a picture of Jason Wright or a tag that says Jason Wright took this. Bro is nice with what he does. We're doing some really profound stuff. He's doing well. He's just... He's one of these people that, like... He doesn't fuck with social media. So getting a hold of him is like damn near impossible on a day-to-day basis. We still cool as fuck. That's my brother. I just ma- I just get mad because I can't get a hold of him like that because he's off of social media. And then he changes his number so frequently. Hit me up. Hey bro, what's up? I'm like, who is this? <laughs> like new phone, who is this? Like experience. <laughs> So JR Box is the masked villain behind oh. the child. Gotcha. That, that video was our brainchild, which is kind of focused in and pick something to do. We we always pick little projects. We go around doing different videos for people and everything, get paid to do <laughs> it. We we're really videographers before anything. That's what was making us our money. Um, with that video we were just like bro let's do a video with one shot one take for the whole thing I was actually going to get there you beat me to it okay oh you were oh my bad go ahead <laughs> like I didn't see that. no go ahead <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry no you're good you're good but um, that yeah. is one of the many things I really did love about that video like you don't see that too often I think there's only been like a couple of like memes or like vine challenges or little small things that have been done in one take but I personally have never really seen an entire music video done in one take right and so that was just super cold to me so since you already threw his name out there you know he also did perform with you back in high school so again (laughs) Jay I want to thank you um you were dope (laughs) I love you bro you ain't shit though (laughs) (laughs) good night I'm oh. so petty. This is this is probably why this nigga got rid of social media just because of me. He's like, bro, I can't deal with you no more. <laughs> I mean, as far as I was concerned, he was only really on Facebook, so I don't I don't keep up with people anyway. So I, you know, it's interesting for to hear you say that. <laughs> but um, no, I love that about the video. And so, okay, I'm going to touch on the video, and then I'm going to come back to the song. So the video. Oh man, not only was it continuous, it was like one continuous shot, but I really like the play with the wardrobe. I don't know, because I mean, everything, you know, for the most part as artists, we do things with intention, right? So um, I don't know if this was, how intentional this was, but I loved the fact that everyone wore plaid, right? (laughs) And to me, it was kind of like... um, representative of being at a crossroads with vices because uh and if y'all check out the video you'll see what i'm talking about but the colors i mean the way people pop out and pop in and i just thought that it was so brilliant so can you kind of touch on that like was that intentional 
Oh my goodness. Anchor. Hello. We even need a new podcast. Hello? Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. All right. This, this is full of technical difficulties. It is. And I apologize. <laughs> this is a little on the ghetto side, and I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to get this right. We are. We are. Were you able to catch that? <laughs> yeah, I caught you. I caught you. So, um, remember how I was saying that it's about the spirit of things, right? Like, it's that inspiration. When we came up with the inspiration for that, the plaid, at that time, that was just lifestyle. You know, it was, that was a part of who we were. You know, it was, it was hoodie boys at the time. That was the whole move. You can still see on my, uh, you guys check out my Facebook, Bobby Diligence, Google Bobby Diligence at B dot underscore D on Instagram, Bobby Diligence on YouTube, SoundCloud and Band Lab. Go ahead and check me out on Reverb Nation as well. Plug anyways. <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> at the so, end, so <laughs> at the time, that was the hoodie lifestyle because that's what that was our moniker, you know, it was just hoodie. Everything was hoodie boy. And hoodie represented like a a grimier section of life like it, it not just grimier but also more of a um, how would I explain it like a undefined portion of your psyche mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what hoodie is hoodie is that portion that's confused on whether you should conform or concede throughout your life so if I'm being hoodie as fuck, then I'm I'm gonna try to fight the system. I'm gonna try to fight against what it is that people see that I should conform to be. That's really what that song is about. Yes, it's interesting you say that. I just kind of wanted to uh, jump in real quick because that is one of the notes that I took. I wrote rebel rap like that's it so much like <laughs> say, and I'm not trying to draw the comparison of Odd Future, but it gave me that like. I'm me. I don't give a fuck what you think. Like I labeled it rebel rap um, slash weird. Like you know, and not weird in a bad way, but weird in like you know, <laughs> this alternative, so to say. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was. That was definitely the shot with that. And it, we kind of we just let the state of being at the time. Our city was in a certain state. You know, my artistry was at a certain level, and my fam that I had around me at the time, we moved in a certain fashion and that was just what it was. The people who were in the video, right? some of them are friends of ours, a couple of them were just people who enjoy our music, you know. But we just got together and was like, yo, um, me and the homie are out here today. I posted on Facebook, I think. I was like, me and the homie are out here today. Show up wearing a plaid shirt and get inside this video. <laughs> who showed up like <laughs> like all right we got these people here what are we gonna do with them like <laughs> extras that was <laughs> exactly exactly it worked out it was cool that you to fully answer your question though i'd say that no go ahead that sounded so fucked up that I'm sorry. You're good. Troubles with being an artist, you sound crazy half the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's 
to be crazy and then kind of uh, say, but this is my genre. This is my category. You know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, so that, I love that you touched on the video. I wanted to touch on this, the music itself. Um, I really wanted to uh, say that I love the way that you and Filthy kind of like played off of each other. I felt like personalities were just, it was dope. It's like you kind of came in with like this gully, grimy sound. And then he's super complimented it with like a, I don't want to say Eminem-like sound, but it was definitely more kind of like, uh, like in a way. Yeah. Yeah, he has more of that uh, that boom bap kind of sound to him. Yeah. A real eight mile type thing. Going on. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> and then for sure the flow and the beat is sick. And I do want to play just this little snippet. Like the way this drops is just super sick to me. So let me know if you can hear this and then um, we'll get this all wrapped up so we don't have any more technical difficulties. All right. <laughs> For sure. But this part is amazing. Not that the whole song isn't, but here we go. Here we go. Yeah, like when the, it was just straight, like the um, like the beat kind of left. I forget, you know, my musical terms have all escaped me, but the beat kind of left, and then it was just. Yeah. Some musicians, I lost it. Oh, you did, you did. But that shit was so sick. Like I just had to. It was everything. So, yay. I appreciate you for enjoying that. And I've enjoyed you here today. Um, do you have any like upcoming projects or is there some things that you would like to be doing? Or are you just kind of taking it day by day, seeing how the spirit moves you? What's going on? All right. So I do have some things in the works that are going to be dropped pretty soon. One of oh. them, <clears throat> one of them's name is, it's nameless right now. It's dropping on Thursday, but I still have no clue what the name is. I think nameless should be it. That's kind of catchy. It just might. But like, I don't know. It's one of those things we were just sitting there trying to figure out the name for it and it ain't spoke nothing yet. So we'll figure it out. I don't know. There's some nameless gotcha. project dropping on Thursday. <laughs> and then the week after that, there'll be another project which shall remain nameless only because that's up in the air. It might be one or the other. So. Okay. Gonna have a couple things dropping back to back. No visuals just yet. We're really just trying to get the ground floor situated. My brothers have some things coming out. Oh my gosh, Taliban Black. You guys need to follow Taliban Black on YouTube. Just dropped a <laughs> song. It's called Kunai. Hard. Oh my goodness. It's my little bro. So we're gonna. And it's in your 
too. So like if you go to your music page, all they have to do is just click the, uh, I think it's called songs playlist. And it's actually one of the uh, tracks that's in your playlist or you oh, can, shit. he can be found. You did do your research. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, I'll tell you, you know, how to find Bobby and Associated Arts. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's what it does. <laughs> we got Taliban Black with two Ks. Yes, right here. Kunai, yeah. K-U-N-A. Audio, let's go. I got you. <laughs> Can you play that real quick? Sure. Let's run it. That shit might slap too hard for the podcast. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I like stuff that starts off like dark and weird like that. Yeah, it's kind of catchy. And it makes you just want to like tune into the rest. I like those bass kicks. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so my music terms is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 808. Hi hats. <laughs> you need to play this to the gym. I'm telling you. I will play it in the house because the house is my gym. <laughs> oh, that yeah. I worked out That's... to that song. I promise you my biceps, they, they got bigger. Two inches of each. Well, you heard it here. If you're trying to enhance biceps, uh, Taliban Black, Kunai. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Damn, that was hard. That was a really hard-ass plug right there. You're, you're excellent at this. I convince you. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. You're a really great guest. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, I don't want to keep you up for the entire evening, although I'm sure that wouldn't be too hard. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you. Go ahead. Oh, I said I'll, I'll probably just be writing and stuff, you know, get into the zone. Yeah. There you go. You're inspired now. Thank you for the inspiration. Oh, you're welcome. You inspired me. I'm like, all right, so you keep talking about music. What you gonna do? Like, I'm literally looking at my music binder right now. So, um... <laughs> you hear I me know, put but... something in there? I, I got you. We need to produce stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll talk off the show. <laughs> Most definite. <laughs> But you have been incredible. You've been amazing. I super appreciate you. And I just wish you the best with all of your life and music endeavors. Um, Let the people know one more time how they can find you, how they can keep up with you. And um, yeah, put put in your plugs. Okay, super quick, simple, and easy plug. Google Bobby Diligence and you will find I'm the only one in the world. I promise you. Google Bobby Diligence. (laughs) You're going to get that. (laughs) Uh, IG, those of you who need it spelled out, B-D-O-T underscore D. Oh, for those who don't know how to spell diligence, D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E. D-O-B-B-Y, D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E, pimping, you know what I mean? 
I have yeah. to spell it out because I know some of my brothers are listening right now. I still can't spell my name. <laughs> <laughs> the ones closest to you be like, how do you, uh, like, they just call yeah, me by the, you know, to, like, turn <laughs> I'm like, bro, how do you not know this? Oh, man. That's right with you. <laughs> right, like, we, like, that's so funny. <laughs> But again, this has been a segment of Music Mondays on Discussion Time Podcast. Make sure you tune in for the rest of the week. Tomorrow, we have Talk About It Tuesdays. And if you like today's episode, definitely drop your comments in the comments section. Um, We'll post the snippet on our Instagram and Facebook. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Discussion Time Podcast. In the very near future, these videos will be uploaded to our own YouTube channel. So look out for that. But make sure you share this episode, share your favorite episodes and um, keep it locked. This is Discussion Time Podcast. I've been your host, Lasia. And don't you ever forget to stay magical always. What's going on, DTP Royal Family? <laughs> it's your host, Laisha, aka Laser Princess. And today we are here with our second installment of Talk About It Tuesdays. We are on our eighth episode of season two. So happy to have you here. Thank you for rocking with us. Um,. Yeah, this one's on the late side, but I'm going to explain, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, so, today for Talk About a Tuesday, we're going to kind of keep it short and lighthearted. Um, I wanted to just kind of recall my experience today. Um, so, I'm a professional seat filler slash show attendee, right? <laughs> well, now you know. And so... Um, Luckily, over the past, more recently, the past two years, and this all started back in college, um, I've attended quite a number of, like, tapings, show tapings and live events. Um, It's just a really, really fun thing to do. Um, I definitely recommend it for couples. Um, If you're a singular person, like, it's a great way to meet new friends. Um... I don't know. I just recommend it for everyone. I definitely like to do random things and I like going to places in which I'll probably be on television. So it all works out for me. (laughs) But um, yeah, I've had the pleasure to attend um, like a week's worth of tapings of America's Got Talent. Um, I've attended, gosh, Family Feud episodes. I've attended... um, the NAACP 49th annual uh, award, the 49th, the NAACP, is it called the Image Awards? You know, that title. And uh, I actually got the seat filled for Loretta Devine. I sat right next to her husband, and when she had on that red dress, she left her uh, red fur. That was me leaning against that thing. <laughs> you can probably actually find that highlight still on my uh, Instagram page, or it's, I think it's like an actual posted uh, post. But, um, anywho, I find adventure in going to these events, and I just think that they're so fun. 
and I've learned a lot over the years and so um what I do know for certain is that every studio is different and that every event is different because there's actually two companies that I'm able to do this with so it's really really fun it's really really dope and um I enjoy myself very very much so today um I, I don't attend many game shows um except uh, aside from Family Feud that's like the only game show that I've been on and so um today well last month I was able to get some uh, get tickets for The Price is Right and I kind of got the tickets not knowing who I was going to take but then it totally makes sense to ask my grandmother so we agreed this was like a whole month ago we agreed to go the date was already set and as it kept coming closer and closer you know she just told me to keep reminding her and so I did and today was that day you guys it was so fun <laughs> um she has never been to a taping of anything oh and I've also been on rail rail was cool um but anywho we got to go to a taping of The Price is Right today. She's never been to a taping of anything. And it was just such an amazing experience to go with her. Um, of course, getting there is always a challenge with a Gemini. That woman, <laughs> love her to death. But, um, you know, unfortunately they do, not unfortunately, but they give like every show gives a dress code and some requirements, things you can bring, bring you camp things you can't bring and at the last minute because we were actually matching but I thought we were matching like through and through like color wise and everything and something told me to ask her at the last minute like hey what are you wearing and lo and behold she was wearing a white shirt and for um this particular taping you couldn't wear a white shirt and I was like oh baby boo I'm so sorry you can't wear white so she had to change she was a little upset because like we were matching but like because we were we had on well we were going to match with our straight out of Belize uh, t-shirts, you know, so we could be looking at unison and stuff. So I had the black one on and then she had on, I had a, I had on a black one with white text and she was going to wear the white with the black text. And, um, I know how this all goes. So I was just like, Ooh, to not get kicked out or to not like be in a good part of the audience. Like I'm going to need, I'm going to need you to go change. So she changed it to something else. She was still adorable as ever. Um, she's such an adorable fashionista like I learned a lot from her and have learned a lot from her over the years that's why I'm so stylish y'all but um <laughs> it was just a really really amazing experience overall and it was cool to go with her too and just see her eyes light up and to see um you know just see her take in everything it was just so amazing and monumental and I'll never forget it and um <laughs> It was just really, really cute. Um, you know, it's cool to be a part of, like, a good first with someone, you know? So, uh, just to prove that it's never too late and you're never too old or you're never too young. I mean, you might be too young to do certain things, but um, in this case, you know, like, the problems and all, she was like, oh, no, we're going to do this. So, it was really, really dope. Um... It was filmed at CBS Studios, so this is actually, I think, my second or third time being at this studio because, you know, each show is taped somewhere different. So, um, I was familiar with the area, I was familiar with where we needed to park, 
Um, shout out to the handicap plaque because that saved our asses. Because <laughs> I didn't want her to walk too far. So we found somewhere where the plaque came in handy. So that was really, really nice. Um, but, you know, for those who haven't had this experience, I'll do like a brief walkthrough. Or like I'll kind of skate around some things because I don't want to ruin the experience for when you actually do get to um, have this experience for yourself. But for sure, um, yeah, I guess I'll give some tips. For sure, either eat something beforehand and or bring snacks. You are going to need snacks if you are not A, trying to pay. And this was actually the first time that the studio had like... um, like a concession stand if you will because not all studios work this way they're, they're just like I hope y'all ate like we ain't got nothing for you um however when when I went to the taping of Rel they actually fed us subway sandwiches so that was our first my first time being fed and then this was today was the first time seeing a, um the studio have like uh like a little concession stand and like um they had like whole the whole meal like when we got to the second line but um yeah, so eat and or bring a little small snacks, you know what I'm saying? That's totally fine, but you just can't take it into the studio. So whatever you do bring, make sure you're able to eat it before you get inside. Um, restrooms, there's only restrooms outside of the studio, and I'm specifically speaking on CBS studios, but this is kind of like standard for most. Um, and just treat it like you would a movie theater, you know, like do everything you can beforehand so that way you don't have to interrupt the show and or... Um, you know, you don't have to like miss anything. So definitely, uh, either limit your drinking. If you have uh, a weaker bladder, uh, that's my case. <laughs> I learned very, uh, I learned last within the last couple of years to just, just don't drink anything before you get on the road. And, uh, you know, before anything long, because I am not a fan of porta potties. Okay. <laughs> it's just so foul to me. Um, and that's what I'm also used to as well. Like not all studios have like proper restrooms, if you will. Um, they'll have the porta potties available. So you just don't know your situation. So you, it's better to be safe than sorry, you know, like, you know, we're, we're adults, but, um, yeah, snackage, restrooms, um, you will need your ID because they have to, you know, make sure you're the person on the tickets. Um... I don't know, like I said, I don't want to give everything away, but it was just a really amazing experience, and I thoroughly enjoyed, like, watching my grandmother's reactions, um, and just, she was, like, clapping, and she was just so lit up. It was, like, watching a child, like, just come to life, like, over their favorite show. Like, she's been watching this for years, you know, so I was like, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't get tickets when Bob Barker was the host, but, uh, (laughs) we're here now, so it was cool. And there was actually like a placard inside, like once we actually got inside, um, there was a a placard or plaque, uh, dedicated to him. So that was cool. She touched it, (laughs) but, um, Ooh, I guess another tip. So tip one is eat or something beforehand and, or bring a snack with you, like something light. Um, tip number two, restroom situation, you know, just be mindful of that. Like there may or may not be a restroom. Um, there for sure is not one in the studios. There's sometimes when you leave the studio, they'll be like, well, you left. Sorry. Like, you know, cause it's going to be a hassle to bring you back in. So like I said, every station is different and every show is different. And, um, I am referencing two different companies. So both of these companies run differently, but in a nutshell, 
this is like the same across the board so restroom tip number three oh, okay i just like bring your id that was that tip number four wear comfortable shoes um again you'll have a dress code on the ticket so like just follow the dress code you know learn to read if you don't know how to read uh you will or will not make it through uh they do not play <laughs> so read there was another tip i was gonna give though maybe it'll come back but yeah so those four tips uh, huh I don't know. It's just a really fun time. We enjoyed ourselves very, very much. Um, took pictures. We paid for well, we, isn't she? <laughs> paid for one. We had a hard copy of a picture and then um, a digital download. And um, I'm showing the card to the viewers. You get this photo pass, and then you get to go to the website and then type in the number that you had had received. So this is my number. That was 218. And you can see the little logo on the back. So yeah, and then all the other goodies are in the living room. I'm not trying to get up. But <laughs> it was really fun. She enjoyed herself. We sat in a good spot. Um, we weren't called up. But we're going to get it next time. We have a whole strategy for next time. So it's on a crack of la count, okay? But... <laughs> you know I her one of her main responses or comments was wow like I thought the studio was bigger like <laughs> she said she thought everything was bigger but it wasn't <laughs> and I was like see the power of uh I was like like I was gonna call it movie magic but tv magic you know like the power of cameras like that's just the industry you know like a lot of illusions <sighs> but you know it was really dope I, I feel like I'm being repetitive but um, I'm I'm also trying to like let that one tip circle back around, and it's not working. And I feel like it might come back when I uh <laughs> end the podcast. And just to be funny, I might name the podcast that tip. But uh, sheesh, it's a good time. Make line friends. Line friends are cool. Um, I said it's great for people of all ages, you know, give or take. Um, again, these are two different companies. They're with seat fillers in particular, um, especially if you're like older, because you have to move around. Like they don't, they kind of pretty much tell you like, if you can't move around in X, Y, Z, then like, uh, you might not want to bring yourself cause we're not going to make special accommodations. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but you know, just read. That's the biggest tip I can give you. Um, oh, yes, it came back. Woohoo! Tip number five cell phones. So, the tip here is that on the ticket it says no recording, no audio or visual recording device. Clearly, cell phones falls right in the category. So, what I do as a professional <laughs> is I leave my phone. Um, I don't bring it inside the studio like at all because what ends up happening is that you have to give it to them. They have to check it in. It sits in this bin with other people's phones and just jams. And then you have to wait in a whole line that you could totally avoid when you get out. So I don't personally like you. 
and then there's just some companies again who don't even play that like they'd be like don't bring that shit at all so (laughs) i would just say phones all together like take record a video take your pictures beforehand um you know leave it at home in the vehicle leave it just leave it like don't even try to think you're gonna get away with it because they do not play that at all and just enjoy yourself like it's a total it's it's a really great time to be tech free anyway mingle with people like observe your surroundings and just be in the moment we have a very hard time of being in the moment so um that i think this is a really fun way to do that just to be in the moment not need to capture everything like they have hella monitors and cameras and TVs and, and uh, you know, video cameras going. So you'll, you'll be caught. Don't worry. Like, like caught as in, like, you'll be filmed. There's, there's going to be proof and footage. Um, and some of the companies also have, like, an Instagram page. So, like, I know for America's Got Talent, they posted, like, audience pictures throughout the show. And you can find them afterwards, obviously, because you don't have your phone. Um, if you're a sports enthusiast, they'll throw out the stats of a game. Like whoever was playing today, they were like, oh, by the way, uh, such and such and such and such was playing and this is the score. And so, you know, like you'll be updated if it's necessary, but just be tech free. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy your guests or guests. Um, and yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I got to go with my grandmother slash she drove us slash she was my guest. And it was just so dope. Um, so that was today's experience I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, just, you know, going to random and fun events, even if you don't, you know, um, do it with these companies. Like I definitely heavily, definitely want you to go to at least one taping of something. I think that that would be a really fun experience. I personally love looking at things behind the scenes and like seeing how things come together, So that's like my little nerdy gift out of it. Like that's what I uh, like to get out of it. But overall, it's I love the experience and I keep going back, obviously. So, um, you know, if you are uh, the Price is Right viewer, that particular episode that we aired on today will be airing December 26th of this year. So... Um, if you're able to record it, record it, uh, try to spot me (laughs) and my grandmother. I I think it'll be very, very obvious who we are, but, um, it was great. We had a great time and totally, she definitely will do it all over again. She said like, now that she knows how it runs, she was like, oh yeah, I could do this again. So, um, future shows in the works, but yes, I advise everyone to go to a taping somehow and, um, little hint hint if you join the team i have a little empire team uh if you did not know <laughs> um these are actually like little private events that we get to go to because i like to um you know have like outings and we will be having more outings coming soon and um i like to use especially also with the nonprofit. uh i also have a nonprofit, a 501c3 called art identity shout out <laughs> but um you know like I like to go by myself, and then also I like to bring people with me, so, um, if you don't know how, because I don't want to say I don't want to give the websites specifically, but it's my thing, (laughs) that sounds, I know, I know how that sounds, but that's cool, um, you know, figure it out, there's Google, but definitely advise you go to a taping, I enjoyed today's taping, check your girl out, December 26th, it's three days before I turned 26, so that's cool, you can't forget, now you know. 
And um, that's my story. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about today's little adventure with my granny. So, yay. (laughs) This has been a very loose episode of Talk About It Tuesdays, episode 8 on Discussion Time Podcast Season 2. Let me know in the comments on Instagram and Facebook how you like this episode and how you're liking the season so far. It's definitely dialogue. Like, let's, let's talk, you know? I want to know. Um, and I guess, you know, just come back tomorrow. We'll have a Nerd Box Wednesday. So definitely you want to tune in for that. So I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you so much. And don't you ever forget to stay magical. Always. <laughs> Mwah.